Hey everybody, welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Gerke. Hope you guys had a wonderful week. Uh, how has it going? Because, you know, slow, but if you're the Pac-12 or any team on the trade deadline that did very little, say the New York Yankees, or it could be good. Look at what the AL West, all three teams, basically did. The Astros get Verlander back. Of course, he's going to start against the Yankees tomorrow. In fact, that whole series is going to be spotlighted. Take the Yankees to win today, probably lose tomorrow, and then whatever the Sunday night game will be. I'll actually finalize the picks for you guys here in a bit. But as far as the week goes, yeah. And I know, I again, promise unfulfilled for all of you who wanted the double-A uh, hot take stuff. Apologize on that front. You want my breakdown on the trade deadline? Most of the AL Central sold. Uh, the Yankees were in a malaise of I don't know what they were doing. They they didn't sell, but they didn't necessarily buy either. The Angels keep Otani, and yet they go all in for Giolito and Randall Gritchick and CJ Krohn comes back to Anaheim. So... Really, if you root for an AOS team, this is your... It's going to be a fun division to watch for the final two months of the season. Everybody else, you know, if you're the Mets, you sold everybody off. Um, the Dodgers get Lance Lynn. He performs well in his debut as a Dodger. Otherwise, there's still two months left. Kind of a boring trade deadline, other than Verlander going to Houston, which does slightly, slightly, I know they're two and a half back in the AL West, it slightly gives them the edge down the stretch. I know Texas has Scherzer now and they have Evaldi, but I'm kind of sold and I've been sold on Houston in the pitching, and now especially with Verlander back, reinvigorated back into the franchise he helped win a couple titles with for the last six years or five years at this point. I do think Houston will find a way to overtake the Texas Rangers and win the AL West. But otherwise, that's a purely, purely fun or it was a purely boring trade deadline. So that's also why I didn't do the video on Instagram. Otherwise, in other news, the Pac-12 just seems to wave the white flag. It is breaking news today, and it will be eventually, probably within the next few hours. But Washington and Oregon, that was the breaking news today as I woke up. Washington and Oregon are officially going to move to the Pac-12. Pac, the Big Ten, starting in 2024, so they join USC and UCLA, as the other West Coast schools to make the trip out to the Big Ten, which will have 18 schools heading into 2024. But that's not the only bit of news in Pac-12 world where I sit now and where I do this show from. Arizona is going to make the move to the Big 12. But they won't be the only one. They're planning on it. They had a Board of Regents meeting last night. But 
Arizona's looking for the Big 12. Utah and Arizona State will be next. So really what I'm saying before I do the picks, goodbye Pac-12. I hardly knew ye. I grew up with it as the Pac-10 when there were only 10 schools. Then they tried to be too ambitious and went for Oklahoma and Texas. That failed, and now this conference is basically destroyed. And living out here, you won't even recognize it anymore. And quite frankly, it'll be sad to see Oregon and Washington and USC and UCLA playing in the Big Ten against schools like Ohio State and Michigan where they will get their ass kicked almost every year. Because I'm sorry, it's just different there. You know, you want to get exposure, fine, but when you have to travel to the middle part of the country or even in the East Coast, if you got to play Rutgers or Penn State or Maryland, it's like, well, okay, that's going to give you exposure, but it ain't going to last long. Otherwise, let me go ahead and see what other news is there. But that was the biggest news this morning, and those are my thoughts on the trade deadline. But let me go ahead and jump this down really quick and see what's there. Okay, so it is official. Utah and Arizona State applied for Big 12 membership. Now the Big 12 just has to vote. You know, the Big 12 Board of Governors or Board of Regents or the school presidents or however the hell they call themselves – uh, they're going to have to vote on it and approve it. and Now it's just going to be a fun 2024 year. I want to see when this takes effect. So Oregon and Washington are in the Big Ten. Uh, let's see here. I know I'm talking a lot about nothing that's on the field right now, but it's the summertime. That's where I actually can open up my thoughts a little bit. But let's see this. Both Utah and Arizona State have applied for formal membership into the Big 12 Conference. Uh, the Big 12's presidents and chancellors will discuss their membership during Friday night's conference call. Arizona applied to and was submitted to the Big 12 earlier in the day. Sources also sources said, although no deal has been finalized, the Pac-12 schools are exiting for the Big 12 as Oregon and Washington Finalize a deal to join the Big Ten. The departure of Colorado to the Big 12 last week, the loss of Oregon and Washington, and the expected exits, including Arizona, would leave its Pac-12 gutted with the only certain members moving forward being Cal, Ari Cal, Stanford, Oregon State, and Washington State. And for those two schools, or for those four schools, I should say, um, nobody's going to want you. You might as well go apply for the Mountain West or go to the WAC or some, like some Northwest-ish conference because none of these big super conferences now because with the, app, with the acceptance of Arizona and Arizona State and Utah into the Big 12 now, the Big 12 is not going to want Washington State. The Big Ten didn't even want Washington State. They wanted Washington. So, you know. Again, for all those that love the old traditions of regions in college football, that pretty much is gone. But that's the news, at least on that front for a while. Again, the games won't start till late August. And then I'll give you my thoughts on it as Labor Day opens up. Oh, and 
I did say I would remind you guys, don't forget, the show will go back to its daily schedule on September 5th, which is after Labor Day. So if you want the daily content, you love the daily stuff, your boy will be back on September 5th. And then every other programming note I'll let you know through. But let's go ahead and check other news. Uh, let's jump out of this. The Lakers have agreed to an extension with Anthony Davis, which doesn't say, let's see, $186 million extension. <sighs> Come on, load up. Because i got to hurry this up and get these picks out of here. Okay, let me run. i got to turn off the Wi-Fi then. There you go. LA Lakers forward Anthony Davis has agreed to a three-year 186 max contract extension, tying him to the franchise through 2028 for a total of 270 million. Clutch Sports CEO Rich Paul told ESPN. Davis's deal is the richest annual contract extension in NBA history. It's going to probably be that way for a couple more months because who knows, somebody's going to get something stupid. Uh, averaging $62 million a season, Davis, who had two years and $84 million left on his contract, became eligible to sign the three-year extension on Friday. And GM Rob Polinka and Paul moved quickly to complete a deal. So... Laker fans, congratulations. You're now going to get AD through 2026, which kind of, or not kind of, which solidifies the idea that this is actually now AD's team. And LeBron is just a figurehead at this point. You know, if you, you have the all-time leading scorer on your team, yet he barely got 20 in the Western Conference Finals over Denver. But that's all this deal tells me with Anthony Davis. Congratulations, he got the deal. Three years, 186, highest 62 a year. Fine. But that means it's now AD's team. So I don't want to hear Laker fans say, oh man, I don't like AD. Well, you're kind of stuck with him. So even if he gets injury riddled like he's had a history of showing, you're going to have to eat the money because... There's no choice with that. Anyway, let's go ahead and get you guys the picks, and then I will be out of here. Oh, and uh, preseason football is back. Yes, the NFL got its got its preseason underway officially with the Hall of Fame game last night. I believe the Jets won. i got to double-check to make sure, but congratulations. That's the only, that's the only preseason hit you're going to get from me. Maybe... You know, next Friday when the rest of the league starts their preseason games, I'll pick some games out, kind of like I do with the baseball stuff. But otherwise, those are your picks, or that's your headlines for this week and today. Let's go ahead and get you guys the picks for the rest of this weekend. In NASCAR, I'm going with Kevin Harvick to win at Michigan. He's won there five times in the last seven seasons. He will clinch his way into the playoffs, which will then make it 13 spots with three, you know, 13 spots clinched, three spots open with three races to go. With that, yeah, I'm going to go with Harvick and then backup choice. I will go if you need a backup choice. 
go with William Byron as your backup choice. But for the official choice of this show, I'm going with Kevin Harvick. And now let's just go ahead and give you guys the baseball picks. Again, I've highlighted this series at the start of the show. I'm going to go with it again. Yankees, Astros, that is the main series to follow. Uh, take the Yankees today in a score of 3-1. to one. Take them on Sunday. Verlander should win that game, your spotlight game for tomorrow, 3-2. to two. Expect Verlander, especially with how the Yankees have, especially if how he's handled the Yankees this year, uh, expect him maybe to go 6, and it'll be a really boring game tomorrow. So it'll be 2-1 to one Astros over the Yankees tomorrow. So that's your game pick for tomorrow. And then, yeah, let's go ahead and do these picks. Let me open up the MLB app really quickly. Boom! Let's get this rolling. There we go. So again, take the Yankees tonight. That's your, that's one of the games. Uh, the other game today, we're staying in the AL East. Red Sox, Blue Jays, huge game for the AL wildcard chase. I'm going to go, let's see who's pitching tonight for either team. Oh, the Rays are beating the Tigers right now. Okay, Blue Jays, Red Sox. James Paxton is on the hill for the Red Sox. I don't trust this. I'm going to go with the Blue Jays to win today. I'm going to go with the Blue Jays to win today. And then... Yankee fans, I know this hurts to say this, but in order for us to have a shot, we have to win three out of four, and then somehow, in order to even get within a complete earshot of Toronto or Boston, you need the Red Sox to win two out of three in that series. So again, for today, take the Blue Jays over the Red Sox. Tomorrow, again, Take the Astros over the Yankees 2-1. to one. That's your spotlight game for you non-Yankee fans. Go with the Cubs at home. I'm really impressed with what the Cubs have done. I mean, they're two and a half out in the NL wildcard race. I'm really amazed. So go with the Cubs. I know the Braves have been probably the... Cla or not probably, but they have been the best team in baseball all year long. But... You know, every once in a while, the best teams can slip up. So, for non-Yankee fans or non-AL East fans, go with the Cubs at home over the Braves. That looks like a very intriguing matchup for tomorrow. Let's see, where was it? Yeah. Cubs over the Braves at home. So, take the Cubs at home tomorrow over the Braves. And then... For the Sunday night game, so you got Rodon and Urquidy going for the Yankees and Astros on Sunday. Rodon's just like Severino, just massively inconsistent. I don't know what to get out of him. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Astros win that game, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, let's go to the Sunday nighter just to pick it and see. Okay, Dodgers, Padres. Lance Lynn will make his second start as a Dodger against the Padres. Therefore, I'm going to go with the Dodgers over the Padres, which will bury the Padres' playoff hopes. I'm still not sold on them, so I 
would love to see what Lance Lynn does in his second start as a Dodger. So go with the Dodgers over the Padres 3-1 on Sunday. So for my non-Yankee fans, Friday, go with the Blue... Today, go with the Blue Jays over the Red Sox. Tomorrow, go with the Cubs over the Braves. And for Sunday night, go with the Dodgers over the Padres. Those are your picks for this weekend. And with that, I will see you guys next week. Remember, one more time with programming note, the show will return to its daily format on September 5th. So just... Pushing it out there now, September 5th. Start your calendars if you love this show. What is today? The 4th of August. Okay, I'll start this count for you now. 32 days until then, or 36 really. 36 days of waiting around, waiting around. But on September 5th, where are we now? It's almost 4 o'clock here at the top of the hour. 4 o'clock out west, 7 in the east. Your boy will be sitting right here on September 5th. So 36 days of waiting around until September 5th. Just remember, September 5th. With that, I am logging off. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. Don't forget, you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick, Dreaser, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud as well, or anywhere else you get this podcast. You can watch this lovely show. In fact, the only way you can watch it is to go to Rumble.com, either by going to www.rumble.com or downloading the Rumble app in the Google Play or Apple App Stores. Once you do that, once you're on Rumble, search for the username ADGERKE, that's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E, again, that's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E on Rumble. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have every single episode of this lovely show, which I believe is episode, this is episode 557. I believe this is 557. I'll double check. But thank you for listening and watching. Oh, speaking of algorithms, you can follow this show on Facebook. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast Facebook page. Like, comment, and share there. You can also do that on Instagram by either following me personally at Austin Spamonti. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. Again, that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I on Instagram, or you can follow the show's hashtag, which is hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast. Uh, oh, and for Twitter, you can go to post episode, for post-episode interaction, you can follow me on X, I should say, it's not Twitter anymore, although, you know, that's another show for another day. X is really stupid. That's a dumb name for this app. But you can follow me on X now. It's not Twitter. But you can follow me on X now at Austin underscore Gerke. Again, that's at Austin underscore Gerke on X for post-episode interaction. With that, I am logging off. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. Have a great weekend. I have been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. And I'll see you guys. Hold on, my fingers are up. See you guys next week. Friday.